Get ready to have a Bible study with me, Evangelist Len Paxton. I love you and I look forward to you in the Bible study. Praise the Lord and welcome today to the Len Paxton Teaching Series. As always, it's a joy and a delight to come into your hearts and lives and homes with the Word of Almighty God. I mean, man, there is the wisdom of the ages in the pages of this book that I hold in my hand today, the Bible. Amen. And there is no better endeavor that a person could involve themselves with than that of learning the Scriptures. Praise God. Now today, if you have your Bibles, uh, I would like for you to turn with me to the 10th chapter of the Gospel of St. Luke. That's Luke chapter 10. And I want to begin reading with the 17th verse. And I want to teach you something today about spiritual authority uh, as it relates to our everyday life, as it relates to a particular word that we're going to encounter many times in our Christian experience, and that word is perseverance. The Bible tells us, He that endures to the end shall be saved. Amen? And if the word endure is used, or persevere, then that would imply to us that there would be resistance of some type along the way. Now the days that we're coming into, we believe that we're in the last of the last days. We believe that Christ is soon to return for His church. Amen. We believe the rapture of the church is imminent, could take place at any moment. Before you're finished watching this telecast tonight, well, the Lord could come back, praise God, and take us with Him to our heavenly reward. Amen. And we look forward to the coming of Christ. And yet, at the same time, while we are on this planet, um, I believe the Scripture is clear that in the time of the end, um, persecution will increase against God's people. I think we're even starting to see the beginnings of that in the United States of America today. I think some of the new legislation that is being passed and some that's being proposed will have a negative effect on uh, Christians as a whole. I think we're starting to see a post-Christian error in America. And so the Lord says, endure to the end. He says, persevere in your faith. Even when, you know, it seems like many times today that the Christian faith that I am so proudly a part of, it seems like we're not too culturally and politically correct these days, but that's okay. Praise God. We're, we're not trying to be politically correct. We're not trying to be culturally correct. We're trying to be Bible correct. We're trying to be in right relationship, in correctness with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen? And the Lord told us to endure until the end. The Lord tells us to persevere in the face of all difficulties, in the face of all obstacles, in the face of all persecution, we are to endure. We are to persevere. Praise God. And it takes authority in the spiritual realm for the child of God to be able to do that. And so, this is a little bit of what we want to deal with tonight on, on this telecast. So if you're at Luke chapter 10, uh, verse 17, the Bible says, 
the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, now these are the 70 followers of Christ that he sent out to do ministry in his name, and they have come back saying, Lord, even the demons are subject unto us through your name. And beloved, demons are only subject to us through the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And he said unto them, verse 18, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Amen. So when these disciples of the Lord were out doing ministry in his name, they were preaching the gospel, they were laying hands on the sick, praise God, and seeing them recover from their illnesses. They were casting out demons in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, while all that was going on, I looked, hallelujah, and I, besaw, I saw Satan fall from heaven. In other words, the authority that the followers of Christ have when it comes up against the authority of the people who are walking in the power of the evil one, when it comes up against Satan's power, remember this, when the power of God comes up against Satan's power, Satan going down. Hallelujah. Because there is no power on the face of this planet like the power of Almighty God. And I'll tell you right now, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Amen. And there's authority because of what Jesus did at Calvary. There's authority that we as believers have. And so... Let, let me say this at the beginning of this message as well. The most definitely defined area of spiritual warfare is that of taking the message of Christ to the streets and confronting the culture with the truth of the Word of God. That is the most uh, poignantly defined spiritual warfare taught in the Word of God. Uh, it's not so much, you know, we sit around and we pull down the principalities over our city. I don't really see Paul or the other apostles dealing with such in the Bible. Yes, we pray and we come against uh, hindering spirits. We come against the powers of the evil one in prayer, absolutely. But true spiritual warfare, first and foremost, is taking Christ to the people. It's, it's challenging our culture with the truth of the Word of God. You see, there are many ideas out there today, and uh, you know every one of them says that they're right. And we have the truth right here in this Bible, and we need to take that and engage our culture. For too long now, the Christian church has hidden itself behind its walls. And when Jesus, you know, we say come, and Jesus said go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Confront them with the truth. Engage your culture. Wherever you are today, engage your culture with the truth of the Word of God. Give people the opportunity to hear the message of Christ and Him crucified. And each person will bear the responsibility to make a choice, make a decision. See? So, and you can look at Acts chapter 17, I believe it is, if you want to see a picture of spiritual warfare as Paul was doing battle with the ideologies of his time. 
And the church has been silent for a very long time. Now, we, we need to, as Pastor Parsley said in his book, we need to be silent no more. We are at a critical, critical juncture in the history of our nation. Amen. And it's time for the, the born again, Bible-believing children of Almighty God to once again take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the streets. And, you know, you know, I know there's some groups that will, you know, will threaten to put you in chains if you do. That's okay. Go anyway and give forth the witness of Jesus Christ. Amen. Endure to the end. Persevere through all persecution or any effort of hell to stop the gospel. That's what Christ would call us to do. Alright? Now, uh, in the first place, it should never be against any kind of law to speak anywhere from the Bible. Amen. That, that should never, ever, ever uh, be against any type of law. This country was founded on the principles of the Bible. Amen. It's what made America great. Hallelujah. So we, we go out and we speak forth truth. We speak it in the marketplace. We speak it in our churches. We speak it in the schools. It's, it's not a matter of do we go. It's a matter of can we deal with what Satan will hurl at us because we go. Amen. And make disciples. When we go, what do we do? Put people down? No. When we go, what do we do? Become offensive? No. We make disciples in Jesus' name. Now, the gospel in and of itself is an offense. The true message of Jesus Christ is and always has been and always shall be until the kingdom of God comes. It will always be an offense. And, and sure, there is certain people that's going to become offended. But we have a right to share what we believe, just as any other group has a right to share what they believe. Praise God. So remember now, we're, we're bracketing this topic in, in between the words endure and persevere. That's what I want you to see today. Endure and persevere. And God has invested authority in His Son, Jesus Christ. And when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, He made it possible for us to identify with Him in that. And He gives us of that authority. Amen. Now He says in the 19th verse, Luke 10, 19, this is what the Word of God says. Behold, I give unto you power. That word is also translated authority. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now what's he saying there? Well, Brother Paxton, I know a lot of Christians that have gotten hurt. Yes. He's talking about spiritually. There is no demon in hell. Satan himself cannot. And no person that walks the face of the earth who has sworn their allegiance to the evil one. There is no power that can take away the grace of God out of your life if you're a believer. They cannot take God's grace from you. 
They cannot take God's peace from you. They cannot take God's power from you. They cannot take away your song in the night season and all the day long. Praise God. They can put on their pressure. They can try to hurt you physically. They can try to hurt you emotionally. But they can't really even do that if you won't let them. And God in His Word has given us safety mechanisms, safety measures to ensure that if we'll just do what the Lord tells us to do here, I'll give you one example, Isaiah 26.3, I believe it is, says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So in other words, child of God, in the midst of whatever persecution, in the midst of whatever trial, Sometimes it's not even persecution that challenges our endurance. It might be a prolonged battle going on in your life. No matter what your circumstance, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, if you'll keep your mind fixed upon the Lord God, if you'll keep your hope firmly anchored in what Jesus did for you at Calvary, God has promised to give you His peace and keep you in that peace. Keep you. What does that mean? You won't lose your way. You won't lose your soul. You won't lose your testimony. Praise God. But you have to keep your mind centered on Him and not the problem. And not the prolonged battle or the persecution or whatever it is you're facing. You see, ladies and gentlemen, in these last days that we're living in, pressures are going to increase uh, just in, in daily living. The daily grind of making a living, making ends meet, so to speak, uh, putting food on the table, paying the bills. In, in, in these times in which we live, pressure is going to increase because Satan knoweth he only hath but a short time left. And we are at the edge of eternity today. We're at the threshold of the kingdom of Jesus Christ coming and setting up on this planet, praise God, and ushering us into the millennial reign. And let me give you a basic outline as we get ready to close today of, of the prophetic scenario in the very near future. The next great event that will take place and transpire is the rapture of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. At any moment, the trump of Almighty God could sound. Praise God. And I'm ready for it too. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for it. I'm tired of the hate. I'm tired of the war. I'm tired of the poverty. I am ready for a change. Praise God. And planet Earth is about to experience a change. At any moment, the rapture of the church can take place where the Lord comes back in the air to meet His children and take us up out of here. Immediately following the rapture of the church will come seven years of what Jesus called great tribulation. The church will not be here. Praise God. But there will be people saved and brought to Jesus Christ during that seven years of great tribulation. That seven years... The Antichrist will make a power-packed bid to take over the entire planet that we're living on right now, but he will fail and he will be defeated by Jesus Christ who will come back and bring us with him 
at the time of the battle of Armageddon. And that will conclude the great tribulation. And after that, there will be a 1,000 year millennial reign of Jesus Christ as he begins to govern the affairs of planet earth for a thousand years. And then we conclude with that and enter in to eternity future. Praise God. Now that's a simple little outline. Believe me, there is much more detail to it than all of that. But that's a basic outline of where we are. And Satan knows that his days are very, very limited. Right now, Satan exercises great control over planet Earth and the people that live on the planet. But he knows his days are numbered. Christ is soon to return. Amen. And, and what a great day that will be. What a wonderful time that will be. So as Christians living in the last of the last days, we are a unique group of people. And we are going to experience, uh, I'll say it right in a moment, we are going to experience pressures that um, are going to intensify as we get closer and closer to the return of Christ. So the call is clear. Endure to the end and persevere. And how can we do that? Well, I gave you one example from Isaiah uh, 26, 3. We keep our mind on the Lord. There's many, many scriptures that give believers instructions like that. And we are to utilize that scriptural facts and truth in our daily warfare against the enemy. Also, the purpose of our message on, on authority here is that God has given us authority and he gives us the grace that we need to endure. There are some things that I've been through in my life that right by myself on my own, I couldn't have made it. And I'm sure that every one of you watching me right now would have to say the same thing. But, but yet somehow we did make it. Because God gave us His special grace particularly designed to bring us through that situation. And that's the way it is right here in the end times. God gives us an authority to make it. He gives us a grace to make it. He gives us an authority to endure to the end and persevere. And He gives us grace to endure to the end and persevere. And it's very important that we understand that. Jesus said when the disciples were out ministering in His name that He actually saw Satan's defeat. He actually saw, let's read it again here. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Praise God. And then he said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. As we close this week's broadcast, this is the, the first part of this message. Next week I have some things here that I want to share with you that God gave me a, a long time ago during a very trying period in my life. And, and God gave me some things that relates to this. Uh, but what I want to leave you with this week is just this thought. Where Jesus said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Child of God, listening at Brother Paxton right now. 
I want you to know this week that no matter what you're going through, no matter what the trial, no matter what the test, the hardship, the persecution, no matter what it is that the enemy is using to try to get inroads into your life, it cannot hurt you. It cannot take you away from the grace of God if you won't let it. Amen. That's what Jesus is saying here, first of all. And I want you to understand that before we can finish up this message with some additional insight into the world in which we live. You cannot lose the grace of God if you don't give it up. You cannot lose the peace, the joy, the love, the long-suffering. You cannot lose, Satan cannot steal from you the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Satan cannot come along and pressure it out of you if you won't let go of it today, beloved. I want to encourage you to know that whatever you're going through, whoever has come against you and tried to destroy you, whoever's tried to hurt you, whoever has tried to slander your name, whoever has tried to make life difficult for you, you cannot be taken from the hands of Almighty God. Praise God. So if you'll hold on to the hope that's set before you, which is Christ and Him crucified, you can endure. You can persevere. You can be victorious in the face of every attack. And that is good gospel news today. Amen? Now, as I said, this is just part one of this little message. And next week, when we come back, we're going to pick right back up where we left off today. All right? Heavenly Father, I pray right now for my television audience. Lord, I don't know what they're going through in their lives, but Lord, you know. And I ask today that as we go through this next week, that you would make yourself so very real to them in very special ways this week, Father, and bring about their deliverance from circumstances, but also, Father, put something deep within them that will help them to endure and persevere in the times that we're living in today. And I ask it all in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody would say, Amen and Amen. Thank you for being with me this week. If you would feel uh, led of the Lord to do so, you can take the time to write to us. Uh, it's Lennon Angie Paxton, Acts 2618 Ministries. Post Office Box 5714, that's 5714, Traverse City, Michigan, 49686. I'm sorry, 49696. That's Lennon Angie Paxton, Acts 2618 Ministries. Post Office Box 5714, Traverse City, Michigan, 49696. And when you write, Include your prayer request. Let us join our faith with yours and believe God for the answers and the miracles that you need. In these last days, man, we want to we make sure that everybody endures to the very end. Amen. Jesus is soon to come. Let us pray with you. Let us believe with you for the answers and the miracles that you need in your life. And also, when you're right, if you would request a copy of the free CD, Wilderness Places. Wilderness Places. Uh, we would be very happy to send that back to you free of charge, 
postage paid to your mailbox. And I think it will be a, a blessing to your heart and life. So until the next time that you and I gather around the Word of God and, and finish our little Bible study here, this is Evangelist Len Paxton saying, Go with God, and He will go with you. Bless you now.